The Secrets of Doctor Who is brought to you by the Star Quest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Doctor Who, where we discuss everything about the hit BBC series, Doctor Who. And today we're discussing the sixth Doctor Big Finish story, Ratings War. I'm Dom Bettinelli, and joining me today on the panel are Jimmy Aiken. Hey, Jimmy. Howdy, Dom. And Father Corey Stika. Hey, Father Corey. How's it going? Folks, be sure to follow The Secrets of Doctor Who in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, in your favorite podcast app. Mine's Overcast, but you might have a different one. Or at the StarQuest YouTube channel, where you can watch us, and you make sure to hit the bell to get notifications of every new episode. And I want to tell you about another show on the StarQuest Network, our newest show called The Secrets of Sacred Art. And you can find that wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash art. So we are talking about this Six Doctor story, The Ratings War. And uh, Jimmy, can you give us a recap of what happens in this story? This week in this very early Big Finish adventure, the Sixth Doctor arrives at a television station to complain about its horrible saccharine and reality TV programming. He complains to the station controller, Roger Lowell, but Lowell is actually under the mental control of the Doctor's old, super cute, and super bloodthirsty enemy, Beep the Meep. Beep has been using mind control technology to turn the station's viewing audience into an army of mind control slaves. The audience will be placed under Beep's control by signal in a few minutes, and then they will receive their instructions during a, progr- during a program called Beep and Friends. Beep's friends, the viewing audience, will then horribly murder and mutilate everyone who's not under his control. However, the doctor tells Beep that he was on to him all along, and he prevented the activation signal from going out so there will be no mind-controlled murderous slaves. Enraged, Beep has Lowell shoot the doctor with an energy weapon, which almost kills him, after which he returns control of Lowell's mind to Lowell. Beep then tries to murder two of the station's new reality stars on camera, but the doctor chases him off uh, but uh, but the Doctor chases him off after he shoots the two reality stars. The Doctor then reveals that he has rigged Beep's gun to harmlessly discharge its battery, so it only stunned the Doctor and mildly shocked the reality stars. As Beep is taken into custody by his own security guards, the Doctor reveals that much of what he told Beep was a lie. The signal did go out to activate the audience's mind control, but since Beep gave Lowell back control of his mind, Lowell never broadcast Beep and friends to give the audience their instructions. Furthermore, by attacking the reality stars on camera, Beep revealed his bloodthirsty nature to the audience, so they won't be trusting him in the future. Finally, in a fourth-wall-pounding interview, the station's presenter tries to interview the Sixth Doctor, but the Doctor appears dismissive of the limits of modern television and says we'll be hearing from him in another medium. And that's this story's Big Finish. The end. Ooh. Nice pun. Nice pun. (laughs) Uh, So... A, a little bit of the, before we get our, our overall impressions, I just want to throw a little bit of background out there. This was a 2002 uh, product, production. It was part of inclu- included with the Doctor Who magazine uh, you know, issue 313. So it was a, initially a mag, you know, included magazine along with an eighth Doctor story, Invaders from Mars. So they were they're they're packaged together. Um, 
And so that's how it originally went out. And it's important to realize that even though Big Finish had been around since like 1996, they only got the Doctor Who license in like 1999. So this is in their third year mm-hmm. yeah. of doing these stories. So this is very early days for them. So, uh, Father Corey, your overall impression of uh, Ratings War? Well, first, first of all, I have to mention, remember when, you know, you go get a magazine, they actually had like CDs with, whether it was a computer magazine with CD <laughs> game or programs or, you know, like yep. this, where there'd be audio or music. But anyways, or, or yeah. end, endless AOL discs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great coasters. Um, no, I, I th- this was kind of funny. It was, it was short. Um, this isn't, you know, Big Finish has gotten where they they do their uh, audios based on the format of the doctor at the time. So like this would have you know traditionally been like a four or six part audio drama because Colin Baker's time was more parts like this. This was only, you know, 30 minutes long because it was a, a little teaser, if you will, of what Big Finish is like for the magazine people. But it was it was a good short story. It was a uh it was kind of fun, you know. Uh Beep the Meep is not somebody I was familiar with before this, uh before listening to this. Um but uh, very interesting character, kind of, kind of fun. Where it's, oh yeah, it's so cute and fluffy and everything. And oh, by the way, it's it's a maniacal mass murderer that <laughs> wants to enslave people and, and kill everyone. Uh, kind of a fun, fun, um, fun uh, character. Uh, also, uh, I enjoyed the kind of the digs at television, especially since this is this is during the hiatus period of Doctor Who. So in many ways, this is kind of poking at BBC. Like, why did you get rid of our show? Uh, yeah, but, but that just kind of added to the fun of it. I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. How about you, Jimmy? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I liked the fact that it was short. Um, and it's the first audio appearance of Beep the Meep. For people who are not familiar, Beep the Meep originally appeared in the Doctor Who comic books in a fourth Doctor. His first appearance was in a fourth Doctor story called The Star Beast. And then he appeared again in a story called Star Beast 2. And I believe it's at the end of Star Beast 2, he gets trapped in in a television episode of Lassie. (laughs) <laughs> um, which is what they're referring to about the little boy who's trapped in a mine, but his his dog rescues him and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's an interesting – it's also interestingly told. A lot of it is broadcast footage of what's going on. We kind of cut back and forth between what's going out over the nameless television station that is presumably the BBC and um, what's going on in Mr. Lowell's office where the doctor is confronting him. And so it's a little bit like Life 34, which is entirely made of radio documentary news segments. And Life 34 is genius. This is not genius, but it's kind of in that vein, and it's played more for comedy, and it's fun. Um, I will say, though, I don't find the name Lowell fun. Because in America and everywhere else I know, the name is pronounced Lowell. Lowell. And there's even, I live, like one of the neighboring towns here in Arkansas is Lowell, Arkansas. So I have to fight myself to not say (laughs) Lowell every time I need to say Lowell. Lowell, Massachusetts was the the textile manufacturing uh, city of of the early America. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I keep wanting – I saw it before I heard it, and I'm like, oh, uh, the character's Robert Lowell. Lowell. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, we should mention, for when people are listening to this, 
you've pro you're already been yelling at your phone. Yes. Be you've seen beep the meep in the first of the 60th anniversary, uh, Dr. Who specials called the star beast and beep the meep is the villain in that. So you've seen it. We were, we're recording this before that. So we right. know that, that it's coming, but we haven't seen it. So, uh, that, that's, that's why we're talking about it the way we are. We're, we're uh, coming to you from timey wimey the past. <laughs> yeah. So as far as my impression goes, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think it was just long enough for the story. Uh, I think there was several twists and turns, which was nice to, to throw those in there in such a brief story. I, I agree with you, Jimmy. I like the way that they've included. It, because it's an audio format, they included the audio of the TV show uh, in in a uh, uh, in an organic way. Uh, so I, I think it was good, and it was one of the problems with you know th that can crop up in an audio format is the story is hard to follow. We've run into that a few times mm -hmm. uh, in in Big Finish. Can but, be uh, right. It can be hard to follow. This was not hard to follow. Uh, I was able to, to to keep up with what's going on and the, all the action, and I really did appreciate that. So I, I like it, and I agree with Father Corey. My my first encounter with Beep the Meep here, and uh, I thought it was an interesting take on what you know. What if an alien was super cute and super vicious and deadly yeah. and evil? I'm like, huh, that would be an interesting, uh, so, an inter interesting aspect. So Beep the Meep is the rabbit from. Uh Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I was thinking the same thing. Run away, run away. Uh, so, yes, I, I, I like that idea that what if we encountered aliens who, to humans, are super cute, fluffy with huge eyes, and we expect them to be like puppies and kitties. Uh, and instead, they're just super villainous and, like, offended at our, at our it, cutesy wootsy it, like Charles Manson as a, as a cute bunny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right, right. Uh, uh, well, I was, yeah. I was also thinking of Galaxy Quest, where you know, there's the aliens they see, and they look all cute and little kids and everything, and they're vicious, right. and they like eat the eat the one that's <laughs> wounded. And yeah, right, right. That's a funny scene. Uh, so I I did like the doctors complaining about the downturn in quality of TV. And now from inside the story, why would the doctor care? Why would the doctor care about the, the decline in the quality of TV? But from outside the story, this is clearly a commentary on the BBC's very bad form in canceling the, the classic who, uh, and maybe even canceling the sixth doctor, Colin Baker. I think there's a little bit of that in there as well. Oh, there are definite pokes at that. Um, like at, at, at the end, they, the network announces that beep in friends has been put on hiatus for 18 months, yes. which is the length of time that doctor who was on hiatus during Colin Baker's tenure. Because they 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 broadcast two seasons of Colin Baker, then they they put the show on hiatus for eighteen months. They didn't say how long it was going to be on hiatus. They said they wanted to retool it and stuff, and it was widely suspected they were attempting to cancel it quietly at the time. But there was enough backlash, including a horrible pop record called doctor in distress oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that featured Colin Baker and a cast of thousands um, that eventually got them to bring it back for the third Colin Baker season trial of a time Lord. And so by putting beep and friends on hiatus for 18 months, that's a direct dig at that. Well, and this, this was also 2002. If you rem remember TV at the time, this was when reality TV was at its height. Right. I mean, 
both in both on the BBC and here in the United States. You know, you had Survivor, you had uh, Big Brother, you had all these. You know, which that started in in the UK. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's all these shows. All this sort of reality television was coming out fast and furious, and it, it was just bad. It still <laughs> well, is, in my I, opinion. But I, I liked how they had um, the station's presenter with this crowd of people out in public somewhere yep. and he's try we hear the crowd noise and the crowd's enthusiastic reactions and he's trying to hype everything up as if it's so wonderful and special and it's really annoying yeah uh well, my recollection is that the reason we got all those reality tv shows and Becky dramas was the, okay so kind of interesting the myth you know mm-hmm. we're, we're back in that again um and so, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was what gave us this, but it's interesting, you know, so the, the doctor complaining and, and like you said, uh, it's the TV is limiting and unsuitable to his needs. This is his complaint at the end, mm-hmm. not at the beginning. Um, I, I which, like how they poke fun at Colin Baker though, because, yeah. um, yeah. he, he says, I need a medium that will allow me to, and he pauses for a second, and the in, the presenter says, "Be louder." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, th- that was good. And then uh, you know, it, it doesn't think it can do him justice anymore. You know, the, the, that mm-hmm. medium. And it, you're right. This is Big Finish saying the Doctor was canceled in 1989, but now lives on in audio. And in fact, he says, um, "I can assure you, you'll be hearing more from me." Is what he says, which right. is yeah. a reference to Big Finish Doctor Who stories. Um, Incidentally, this this interview is fourth wall pounding, but not fourth wall breaking. Yes. It's breaking the fourth wall when you directly address the audience. They're not doing that here, but they are doing what's known as pounding on the fourth wall, which is creating an awareness that mm-hmm. we're sending a message to the audience that is beyond that that acknowledges what medium we're really in here. Yeah. Mm. Well, it was it was very much a sales pitch at the end for Big mm-hmm. Finish because again, that's yeah. what this was. This was a free CD insert in a magazine to sell right. on. You know, hey, we've got these dramas we're doing. They're more Doctor Who. Yes, and they have the original actors. Yep. Right. You having Colin Baker show up would be, you know, would would be uh, awesome for a fan, you know, because again, back in the day, I'm not even sure was Doctor Who in reruns in the early 2000s. They didn't. Re- they don't really do reruns the same way on the BBC that we do in America. There were occasional rebroadcasts, but yeah. it was always very short term. And, right. and and of course, you could get Doctor Who on VHS and DVDs were just starting to come out and stuff like that. So that's true. That's true. So uh, one of the things I liked was the list of other shows on the network. Speaking of the oh, reality TV, so they sound young horrible. Co- young cops in hospital, mm-hmm. yeah. wacky domestic mishaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, cute animals. Uh, hospital Street, which is I think a reference to Coronation Street, which is the the famous uh, yeah. British. And, so- and they describe Hospital Street as the first round the clock soap opera. <laughs> And yeah. I, that sounds horrible for multiple reasons, including I used to I've actually watched a quite a bit of soap operas back when I was in college. So I understand how the writing works mm-hmm. in a soap opera. And it's like, how would you even do a 24 hour soap opera? <laughs> yes. I mean, because part of you need to I mean, they're slow enough paced already. You need to cut between multiple plot lines that are unfolding. Oh, yeah. And if you had a 24 hour feed, it would just be progressing in real time. 
<laughs> I wonder if that's a reference to the show 24, which had oh, come sure out the year be. before, yeah. you know, the earlier. Uh, it's a similar I concept. Like. I don't know that it's a reference, though, oh, given okay. that it's a soap opera, because yeah. they don't say it's in real time. They just say right. it's around the clock, right. which 24 right. was not. Right. Um, appealing animals in distress. That was the other one I really yeah. liked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the 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 doctor doesn't have a companion in this story which is an mm-hmm. interesting way that they've 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 jumped out on this so it's just the doctor alone um and other characters no one knows um there's a reference to the uh the doctor being hypnotized by black sun radiation is that something from the original beep story that Prob- i don't know probably will come up if if it is that i'm i wonder if that'll come up again in the special that you all have uh seen that we haven't yet um so uh yeah then we have this whole uh beep in friends i wonder if that's like barney and friends like if it's supposed to be a reference to that it uh, could be that it could be teletubbies it could be any of those <laughs> silly children's shows <laughs> that it were out about this time except i don't know because there have been other and Friends shows, you know, like Dinah and Friends would be like a show involving Dinah Shore. Right. And, right. You know, but it's meant for adults. Um, so I think that that's probably since the target audience, since they're going to be airing it in an adult time slot, almost up to the watershed in British television, which is nine o'clock. They're airing this thing at 8.05 p.m. So this mm. is meant to be a broad broadly based show it's not something just for kids because they beep wants the adults in the audience to become murderous slaves as well yep right and he's done something with uh, with the cooperation of lowell to get that network 80 percent of the ratings like of, of, of the viewing audience yeah. yeah so that's like maybe 60 70 percent of the british public Right. right right well they're talking about things like sabotaging other transmitters and things like that were mentioned you know, I wonder how uh, – probably, probably not a direct influence, but there was that episode of the uh, Tenth Doctor where, you know, during the Queen's – Queen Elizabeth's cor- coronation, mm-hmm. they were going uh, – the – what is it? The um, – Feed me. The wire. Yeah, right. Exactly. I forget I forget the, the episode off the top of my head. But the, using the television to, in that case, kind of steal people's brains and whatever mm-hmm. – uh, but it's a similar idea, like sort of this criticism of the medium that the, that the doctor is most connected to, which is television. Um, you know, the idea that most of what's on TV is drag, except for this, of course. But yes. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, the doctor has apparently done this several times. You know, the stories of, of the doctor has done this several times. I think that's interesting. Another thing that they mentioned Beep has done to achieve viewing audience is rival TV stations have been losing major talent in tragic accidents mm-hmm. <laughs> right right <laughs> exactly just a tragic um and then uh th- there's a this twisted beep song that gets mm-hmm. sung. that's one of the i think maybe one of things that made me think of barney because it's this mm-hmm. awful song but it's like i wish i was looking for the lyrics i couldn't find them i was going to try to uh, rip them using the one of the uh, ai audio something about like eat their face until they're pink and <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. just like it was this twisted it, song. It was funny. Gr- chill, it's like a children's song about gruesome ways to kill people. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Um, it was very, and, very happy, very upbeat sounding, but it was just brutal. 
Very Dr. Mm-hmm. Demento. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Beep himself is also quite bloodthirsty, or at least he perceives others as such, because at one point he says, I will make you drink your own blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. The, and it's interesting how I, I, I thought it was kind of fun how the doctor, like at first appears to have, like he knew from before the story starts, he knew what was going on and had broken me, uh, Beep's machine and then it we get a twist where he had where actually he hadn't broken the machine uh and he just made him miss his opportunity to use it and so we had that that twist but i th- but like once again the doctor long before the story begins has already you know figured out the solution and they even tell us how because beep at one point is after the reveal now before the reveal the doctor is in Lowell's office and is taking little swipes at Beep the Meep, even Mm -hmm. though he apparently does not yet know Beep is there. He's acting like he doesn't know Beep is there. But he comments on this beanbag that you have, (laughs) you know, meaning because Beep's body is shaped kind of like a beanbag. Right. And um, and then when when Beep locks the door, uh, the doctor says, your stuffed toy appears to have locked the door, Mr. Lowell. (laughs) 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 Because... Beep looks kind of like a stuffed toy. Um, yep. So the doctor is, you know, taking little jabs at Beep even before he's acknowledged he's there. But then after the reveal and after the doctor has said that he's thwarted the machine, even though he really hasn't, Beep is like, how did you How did you deduce that I'm behind all this? And the doctor says, well, your Beep and Fred's advertisements in the newspaper were kind of a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Beep doesn't recognize him at first because, of course, he'd seen him in other regenerations. As, as the fourth doctor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I so I changed a couple of, you know, the line about, you know, I've changed a couple of times since the last time we've fought, you know, that kind of deal. It, again, I'm doing the whole like timey wimey thing because everyone already knows. But have you either, either of you seen the promotional images from the Star Beast uh, special? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Have you seen the Beep in it? Because, yeah. In that he looks much larger uh, than a stuffed animal that sits on a on a. So I wonder if they've if if the n- new canon is going to be Beep as a, a larger creature. No, Beep's about that same size in the comics. Oh, okay. it looks it looks uh, you know about it, not quite three foot tall, like a child, mm-hmm. like a large, uh, yeah, like a large dog or yeah, large or stuffed stuff. toy or something, or oh, okay. small beanbag chair. Okay. 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 So yeah, that that's something I wasn't getting a sense of his size yeah, we're, we're from not, the audio. We're not talking beanie babies, you know. We're not we're talking little tiny. <laughs> that was my original, initial impression when he said, "Look at this, you know, stuffed stuffed animal you have here." My initial, it, you know, assumption is it's small, but yeah, it's. I, I would assume that they there may have been accompanying artwork in the magazine that would make beep size clear, or you know something like that, but they also could be depending on the audience of the magazine to know the comics yep. that had come out just a few years before or a, right. a, num- a number of years before, but they also appeared in these magazines. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the TARDIS wiki and it does have, um, you know, the Im- images from the comics of, uh, of, uh, be there, uh, and the relative size. So interesting. Yep. Uh, any other, Final thoughts on this one, Father Corey? Well, you know, one thing kind of uh, Jimmy mentioned in, in his uh, summary is that the doctor was able to use a, uh, a paperclip to drain the power cell mm-hmm. of the, the gun. So while while the doctor's holding it, he's saying that you can imagine these things are just kind of 
playing with it and, and beeps, not even paying attention to the fact that the doctor's actually, you know, breaking his gun. Yep. Yeah. Basically, which was, that was kind of a clever way to do it. You know, kind of the old fashioned of, Oh, you think you're going to kill me? No, actually I just made it permanently on stun. And by the way, it doesn't work anymore now. <laughs> uh, how about you, Jimmy? Any other final thoughts? Nope. Excellent. All right. So before we go, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Doctor Who, including Kevin S., Linda K., Joseph A., Matthew N., and Aaron B. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Doctor Who and all the shows at StarQuest. And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And we'd also like to thank Simon Yannick, who edited this episode. So that's it from us. What did you think of this Sixth Doctor Big Finish story, The Ratings War? You can let us know by commenting on the show at sqpn.com or the Secrets of Doctor Who Facebook page. Send an email to Who at sqpn.com or visit the StarQuest Discord community at sqpn.com slash discord. You can also watch The Secrets of Doctor Who on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash StarQuest Media. And we'll be back next time. We'll be discussing the 2023 Christmas special. Yes, Yay. that's the next thing that's going to be available after the after this uh, show drops into your podcast feed. And uh, that will feature, as far as we know, Shudi Gatwa, the new doctor. So until then, Father Cory Stika, thank you for joining me and sharing The Secrets of Doctor Who. Thank you, Dom. Jimmy Aiken, thank you as well. Thanks, Dom. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Doctor Who on StarQuest. And remember, television is important when it is used to inform, to educate, and to entertain. Music